Hello everyone, this is John Gillen once again with my co-host, the great Gruesome Herzog, and tonight we have the wonderful Danica Galindo. Hi Danica, how are you doing? Hi, thank you very much for having me. I'm doing well. How are you doing, Gruesome? Danica, can I ask uh, how you got your start in acting? It's, it's always, uh, everyone's got a different story and it's always interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um... Well, from a very, very early age, I knew that I wanted to get into acting, but I never knew how. And because of Facebook, I think that's what really started it. Um, I had a friend who knew a friend that was in acting, and he knew I was into it. So he knew um, his friend's manager or agent, and she contacted a, a, a photographer, and I ended up getting headshots taken by him. And he referred me to an agent who then actually signed me. Um, and I ended up signing up with uh, some online casting casting agency. And, um, you know, I went out on a bunch of auditions. And that's when I met um, Jared Masters, who cast me in one of his films. And that was probably one of the first first uh, roles I've had it was about two and a half pages of dialogue or two pages rather and it was for a film called Eight Reels since then I mean the rest is history he contacted me a few months after that and wanted me to play the lead in uh, in his horror film his first horror which was Slink mm-hmm. and that's that's how it started and we've kept in contact and um, you know just building up my resume and going out and uh more auditions and getting more work and I've been very fortunate yes you have that's how it goes so can we talk about that film uh, Eight Rules of Sewage your experience of working on that right well Eight Rules was I was only there for on set for one day um, and I had a small little uh, co-starring part with uh, Julia Fay West and his film is more of, you know, like a, a gritty type of, uh, I don't know how you say it. It's, um, I mean, it was, it was a, quite the experience working with Jared and, and his crew for the first time. And, you know, I thought that for, you know, an up and coming filmmaker, he's very professional. He knew what he was doing and I was really impressed. And that's why I chose to, uh, to work on his film Slink so yeah uh, you've done some TV work how did you find that the TV work well um, it was through uh, let's see which which here TV work are we referring to um, I've submitted for you know different parts on a, an online casting site and for example I did um Let's see. Wipeout, uh, reality TV game show. Um, I found that online, actually. I submitted for it. Uh, I auditioned twice, actually. The first time, I didn't get it. The second time, I got it. And that was uh, the scariest experience of my life, Wipeout. It's, it was very painful. <laughs> it um, <looks> it. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, on TV it looks like a big playground, but it, that's definitely not the case once you're once you're running the course. I mean, it was just, yeah, it's very scary, painful, and it scarred me for life, physically and emotionally. And um, yeah, you know, I've I've done a lot of work too, you know, non-pay work and and I have no problem doing that because you know that's the way you start out that's exactly my mentality right and it's all about networking you know making connections um, being very reliable and you know people will call you up for work months later because you know you worked on their short film for you know several days without paid and you know you're on time and you know everything just you know it has a snowball effect it really does it does so, you know, if you're very passionate about it, as I am, you know, you'll take what work comes your way, whether you get paid or not, and that's that's my belief. And I've, you know, because of that, I've I've been very lucky to get the work that I have gotten. Now, let me ask you a question. You brought it up with non-paying. Now, you're in California, obviously, correct? Yes. How far have you traveled for non for no pay? Just curiosity. Okay. Well, I live in Simi Valley with my mom, and sometimes when I get work out in Los Angeles, I, uh, I'll i stay with my Nana in Studio City. So the farthest I've gone for non-pay work would, I mean, a, a half hour, an hour outside of L.A., mm-hmm. which is from Simi Valley... I mean, an hour and a half to two hours away for non-paid work. There you go. Yeah. Now, I asked you that question because I did the exact same thing. I, I drove an hour and 45 minutes, almost two hours for a non-paying gig that I just loved the script so much that I did it. So we have a lot in common. That that's is, great. That's awesome. Yeah, totally. Right, we're going to get on to some film work now. Um, it's got to be Slink. Uh, both Slink. Gruesome and I have, uh, have watched it. And... Uh, well, before we tell tell you what we thought about it, uh, what was it like working on that? Slink. Well, that was the uh, the first film that I've ever had a uh, lead role in, and I was so so like nervous in the beginning. Um, fun fact: I actually turned down the part when Jared offered it to me because I was just I was so nervous of you know afraid of disappointing him. And, you know, everyone that was going to be involved with the film. And then I, you know, had to slap myself in the face and say, what are you doing? And I called him up, you know, a few hours after. I'm like, no, you know what? I'm all in. I'm all yours. I'll do it. And it was the best experience of my life. It definitely gave me that uh, platform I needed, you know, as an actress. It was, um, you know, a lot of hours, a lot of you know, time reading over the script and and um, I'm I was very I'm very glad that that I you know took the opportunity and and did it. Well, it that's, was uh, that's yeah. that's awesome because I can tell you it, now I have a story that that can relate to exactly what you said. Now this wasn't no starting role in a movie, but I had experience on Monday night to where I seen a ad for um, uh, an actor wanted. Okay. And um, so I replied to it because it was near my area where I was, like a 15-minute, 20-minute drive. Originally, that was what was posted. So I said, I'm interested. And 
about 11 o'clock at night, I get an email back saying, you're in. He wants you. Because I had to send a headshot and all that happy stuff. Okay. And, yeah, and he gives me a script at 11 o'clock at night, and the email said, I'll see you tomorrow at 4. So I make the 45-minute drive, because it was actually not in Lancaster. So I, I, I said, you know what? I'm going to go for it. That was a great learning experience. So that's yeah, my experience. So, I agree, yeah. So and what and what would have uh, what would have killed me the most if I wouldn't have done it is you know that question what if right and I didn't I don't want to live you know however long wondering what if I would have done it where would I be now and what would have happened right so you know I just did it and knocked it out and it was a ball and you were good in it let me tell you that oh <laughs> thank you very much no problem well ex- excellent we sent um donor a message saying that um, I keep saying this but I think it's definitely in my top six films of the year so far and uh, it, it, the ending is just I don't, we can't talk about the ending can we gruesome we can't talk no, about no, it no, no 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 well the ending just totally sold me it, it blew me away uh, reminiscent of uh the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre that I love and uh, I didn't know when at some stage we were going to be talking to Jared Masters hopefully and I was going to say to him that your performance really did sell the film so. yeah. my take on this film now I've been like I said I've been reviewing films for a little over three and a half years and, and I've reviewed absolutely zero budget films I've reviewed uh, minimal budget and I've reviewed a little bit higher budget because I'm mostly in the independent market and one thing that I find that I love about films just like Slink is there wasn't much money okay but but the actors that you see in this film have the passion to want to act and they'll do anything that they can to pull this off and I'm telling you every cast member in this film all of them they have the love for the acting and I think that's what drives me now more than anything is to watch you Art Roberts Donna saying look if they can do it I can do it because I have just as much passion as they do and I love the film because most films of this style if you have the money you tend to go a little bit too far on the skin peeling off stuff or the kills. This movie was done because of a minimum bu- budget, and it was pulled off nicely. You know, it's it's it makes you think. Okay, I know what happened. I don't need to see it because you know. And that's what I like about this film. It got to the point, and it just remarkably beautiful film that was shot with a minimal budget. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, it goes to show that. Um you know, you don't need, you know, a pocket full of money to pull off, you know, a decent film. Exactly. You know, you just, you have great talent that can, uh, you know, make the characters believable, and you're you're good to go. That's, it's all about, you know, the, the up-and-coming generation of actors and filmmakers that are very passionate about what they do, and that's, that's what I think makes a good film. I agree 125,000%. <laughs> so, as far as you know, is it? I take it it's been well received everywhere so far. Slink, yeah, definitely. I've had um, you know a lot of uh, Facebook messages from fans, um, mostly guys. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. 
Really? Right, right. Across the globe telling me that, that they watched it and, you know, they thought that, you know, I did a wonderful job. All the actors were great and that they truly enjoyed the film. You know, that's, that really is the, you know, the cherry on top. It's just, it's amazing to have that kind of response, you know, from people from, you know, India or, wow. you know, wherever, wow. wherever they're from. And it's, it's just a wonderful feeling to know that, you know, you, you fulfilled your job. Can we move on to Starry Eyes? Can you tell us anything about that one? Starry Eyes, yeah, that was a another independent um, sort of horror type of film. Uh, I was on set for one day. They needed, you know, a few girls to be audition girls for this one scene. So um, my part was that I was, you know, auditioning, and the lead actress was you know, sitting, you know, at the waiting room about to audition. And it was a very small part. Um, it was more about, uh, you know, expression of the face, you know, my face. And I didn't have, uh, you know, any lines. It was, um, you know, another uh, sort of thrillerish type of film. I mean, I didn't really, you know, know too much about it because I was only there for one day. Right. So... And, and yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it when it does come out. Well, that one's not out yet. I no, I don't believe so. Right. Um, so, what can you tell us about Teachers Day? Mm, I want to see this. Yeah. Teachers Day. So that is another one of Jared Masters' works yep. of art. Um, it has you know a little, a little more. Uh, of a, a horror element than than Slink does. You know, it's it's about a, a really good looking young high school history teacher who gets fired from his job because he was um, accused of having sort of an online type of fling with one of his students. Accused. And so, you know, he doesn't take it very well. You know, a lot of people wouldn't take that very well, getting fired for, you know, such accusations, even though they might be true. And so he goes on a very uh, angry type of revenge rampage and stalks this uh, group of high school girls at a, a slumber party. And, you know, I won't say too much, but I'll just say that... Uh, Things end very bloody. That, and there's that, uh, yeah. <laughs> sounds like our sort of film, anyway. It's not horror, but another one for next year, Helicopter Mum. Helicopter Mum, that is... Uh, that starred no. Mia Vardalos. Vardalos, yes, that's right. Okay, yeah, we shot that in L.A. Uh, in a restaurant... Um, I was on it about two two days and was a teenage friend to one of the um, starring actors who happens to be, I don't know if he is still, but he was um, a Disney a Disney star on uh, Jason Dolly. He was um, a Disney star of Good Luck Charlie. Okay. And... Um, yeah, you know, so Helicopter Mom, it's pretty, you know, self-explanatory. You know, Nia Vardalos plays the Helicopter Mom, who is, 
you know, always hovering over her children and smothering her, you know, but with good intentions, of course, wanting the best for them. And that was a great film. Got to work with her, meet her. She's a wonderful, absolutely, you know, amazing talent and such a very nice person. And um, Mark, uh, Mark Jr. too, as well. He, uh, he's from Sons of Anarchy, one of the uh, actors from, from that show. And he, too, is, you know, a great guy. And it was a great, you know, few days. So I loved it. Another one for next year. And this has got quite a big cast as well. Uh, Neighbours. Oh, yeah, yeah. Neighbors, yeah. Okay, yeah. We shot that this year. Um, right now, Neighbors is in post production. I was one of the uh, featured sorority girls. Um, I believe I was. I worked on it for three days or so. I got to work personally with Seth Rogen one of the days. Who he himself was actually um, directing the film that day with. Uh, one of the scenes that I did with another girl, um, it was a very uh, close and intimate scene. <laughs> and um, he was recording, um, filming it with uh, GoPros, believe it or not, which was that scene. And Neighbors is, I've, you know, I think it's going to do really well. It has a great cast with Seth Rogen, of course. He's a comedic genius. And, um, yeah. It's all me. It's us stupid British. <laughs> stupid British. You crazy yeah. Brit. Welcome to primetime, bitch! No, anyway. Oh, you beat me to it, Grusen. <laughs> rated, unrated show? Yes, it is. Damn, damn Yankees. Damn it, John, you son of a biatch. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that Slink is, is going to get, get you out there. But neighbours is is gonna get you hopefully somewhere internationally. Do you not agree with that? By just being in that film with that I cast. Do. Lisa Cadreau and all them, hell yeah. Danica yeah. You go girl, you go. That's it. Yeah, you know, I have high hopes for everything. Um I'm not gonna you know you know, hold too high of expectations. I'm just taking, you know, everything stride by stride and we'll see what happens. Right on. Is there anything else that you have going on that's not available? I mean, that's not on here that you are allowed to mention? Um, other than you know what's posted on my IMDb page, I, you know, I'm currently in the middle of getting a getting a YouTube series up and up and going. You know, a little hosting show. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, for, you know, for my you know spare time, my free time. Um, you know, because that does lead to certain, you know, things, fan bases and whatnot. So that's for fun. I've started actually, you know, writing a lot on my, you know, laptop, some ideas and stuff for short films and whatnot. But um, other than that, um, I don't have anything going on as um, that's I'm working on film-wise. I've been doing a, you know, crazy amount of auditions lately. So hopefully <laughs> something will happen. Well, good luck. Uh, Thank you very much, sir. No so, uh, anyways, that was, it's great to have you on. I mean, we talked about a bunch of great films. I'm dying to see Teacher's Day. I want to see that. I want to see Neighbors. That's you know, going to be good. Helicopter Neighbors Mom. is going to be hilarious. Yeah. So, Looking forward to those, too. 
Well, once again, an awesome performance in Slink. Uh, I mean, uh, you decided that you weren't going to take it, and I'm glad you did, because not only that you glad you did, it also showed your acting capability, and I think that's the that's a movie that's going to escalate you into more projects, because, I mean, just think, if you wouldn't have done that, you, you'd be kicking yourself in the ass for the next ten years. That's so, so nice of you. Yeah. yeah well, thank so, you very much. No problem. <laughs> and that creepy ass salon owner, God, he was brilliant. <laughs> Wasn't he? <laughs> he is. Wow, he's just amazing. And, and Donna Lee. <laughs> She's like, course, yeah. I'm tired of your affairs and having the finances shit and whatever it was. <laughs> she was good too. It's an all, all around good film, so I can't wait to see Jared's other film. Yeah. So. You know, there's a little uh, comedy to it, too, too, a little dark Mm -hmm. humor. Mm -hmm. You know, my theory to filmmakers, including myself, because I'm making my film next year, is when you don't have a budget, it's very wise to make it a comedy, too, because if you try to go serious with no budget, it's going to look stupid. So you better make it funny to off-balance the money. Absolutely. So Agreed, my friend. Agreed. (laughs) Danica, it's great having you on here. Uh, you are a well, wonderful you young lady. Can I yeah. ask a quick question? One last question. I always ask this. Uh, do you have a favorite horror film? Do I have a favorite? My favorite horror film would have to be The Nightmare on Elm Street. And that is my favorite horror film um, because it was the only film that had really scared me to death I literally when I watched it, it was several years ago actually um, I was watching it and um, usually I can't watch horror films without you know blankets and pillows because I get scared like really easily but watching that film I, I gave myself a bloody nose um, trying trying to go under the covers and I need myself in the nose really hard and Damn. that was the most <laughs> Wow. That is a very scary, very scary film. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre too, of course. Freddy Freddy Krueger, I don't think I don't think it gets uh, scarier than him. You're talking about the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Original, original. Oh, bless you, bless you. That's my that's my favourite film. Nightmare on Elm Street. Was you talking about the original of that as well? Yes, uh, the first absolutely. one. Yeah. I, I, being the chicken that I am, I actually had a nightmare after. Uh, after watching the first one, <laughs> <laughs> you can't nightmares. they just come. That, uh, anyways, Danica, thanks for coming on. You are yeah, a thank you, fabulous thank young you. lady. I'm so. very happy. Thank you very much. That means a lot. No problem. You take, it really does. You take care of yourself, and we'll talk again. You too. Yeah. Best of luck with everything, guys. Thank you very much. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. Bye.